Scoops. Rup Toop Scoop. Plug, plug, plug. Let's get in the tub. <laughs> rub, rub, rub. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait a second, the podcast. Let me have this So, uh, where have you been? Krug, krug, krug. The past couple days. I was in an Krumpus, alleyway. Uh, maybe 16 miles from here. When everybody walked by in order to get some money, I would go, Klug, klug, klug. You would go, don't look at him, honey. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. And then they'd look and I'd go, clop, clop, toot. It was so, it was, was, like, a, a, uh, it was like a homeless was the, experiment, homeless man experiment. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually at a, at a work trip doing, I think, what you do like every other weekend now. You travel to some, some distant land. Oh, some. I didn't even know you were on this last one. It was, you're like, uh, taking off, brother. I was like, oh, somebody's getting high. It's like. No, I'm on Southwest Flight 440 heading back to Lauderdale. I'm like, oh, another trip. <laughs> no, I went to Duke. I, I'm sure oh, were you I at Duke? Oh, I thought you were in Raleigh. Well, no. Oh, well, I, I was. Devil. Duke is in Raleigh, Durham. Okay. It's like not know. Raleigh. I thought you were in Charlotte again. I'm I, sorry. I thought no. you were for some reason you were in Charlotte again. Well, all those Carolina. North Carolina towns. I know. And Jeff, Jeff's posting Nags head photos. I'm all discombobulated. I know. I know. They, it's, it's gosh. I shouldn't. I should just not tell anyone where I am via Facebook, or uh, make it up. Oh, right. Yeah. Just pretend. That's. Oh. I'm in Elizabethtown, South Africa, and just take like the eye, the, the, the you know the iPhoto fo- photos in your Mac, where you can do like uh, underwater pictures in the background and like the Eiffel Tower. Dude. Just do that and be like, I'm underwater, and be like, ah, oh, John. That is an amazing like trolling an amazing prank to play on everyone you know every week just it p- works. pretend you're somewhere else no one you can know che- you can check in on facebook from your toilet and saying <laughs> traveling from lax to dubai yeah. what are you doing just getting away getting away spending a, a quick weekend in tokyo be back monday <laughs> shooting up to the finger lakes for a relaxing setting while i think about my memoirs quick world Round trip cruise for the weekend. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm going to vacate easily down to Rio. Rio de Janeiro? Well, yeah, but we call it Rio for those that go there a lot. Yeah, and I was on this trip, and um, two funny things happened on this thing. Uh, I was an MC for this, like, charity... Oh, nice. Uh, like, raffle kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's corny. And like, I got some great gifts up here. And I was doing like, you know, lame jokes. Like, the first prize, who likes iPads? And everyone screams. And I go, I do too. That's not what we have. And, and then it was like, we're auctioning off the lost and found. We got some car keys, a phone. A pair of mittens. Well, only half of the pair. <laughs> One sock, prescription sunglasses. and uh, But the, the kicker, I did it. Six times over the weekend, they had like six different sessions. Jockstrap. For, for this ra- jockstrap. <laughs> yeah. On. And the final one, I was like, Sunday, it was beat. I was ready to go home. So I was like, ah, I'm just going to let loose. So I get up there. I took a real ballsy chance. And I just started doing my Trump impression. So I was like, I got some great stuff up here. It's tremendous. Nobody has things like I did. Oh. Stand, standing ovation. Get. Applause left and right. They no thought it was hilarious. Way. 
into C because, dude, you were probably doing C-grade material as far as you're concerned. So, yeah. you know what? It's the last day. I'm just going to throw out there what I, I'm pretty sure intelligent people will laugh at because they've right. been taking all your, you know, your, your stuff that you do without even trying with your mm-hmm. hands tied behind your back and your eyes closed and your mouth duct taped shut. And, <laughs> and your socks curled up and your toes warmed. You had footsies. And then the other thing was uh, we had like a booth there, you know, like nice. a conf- it was a conference. So you have like a booth expo kind of thing. Yeah. And I had uh, a water bottle and tchotchkes. I filled it up with ginger ale, tchotchkes. Because like I it was like a liter ginger ale and I put it in a water bottle. Mm-hmm. So it looked like urine. So I, I went up to the thing and I'm like, hey, I didn't know Poland Spring made this tinted water. And I sit down on the table like without thinking. Behind me, like the Uh-oh. table with stuff, Uh-oh. the thing collapses down. And everything oh. goes flying in the air, oh. roaring applause or roaring laughter. Face red, people like dying. Every the attention is all torn towards me, who just ruined this moment. And then, like the grace of God, across the way, like twenty feet at another booth, some woman wipes out and takes the whole booth with her, and actually falls and like hurts herself. And everyone is like, oh, my God, are you okay? And the tension and the embarrassment is immediately removed from me and wow. thrown on somebody else. I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you. you. Wow. It was forgotten in like 10 seconds. It was like we have a situation. We need a distraction, you know? That, like the man upstairs is like, Yes. Yes. He's like, I am not really supposed to do this, but <clears throat> okay, you fall too. It was get, great. Get Clark out of this right now. He doesn't need this. <laughs> It was great. Oh my gosh. So you s- lean on those tables and those tables are like made of like rubber. Yeah. They're, and, they're h- held up with like scotch tape and like goodwill. And it's got like all this garbage swag on it probably weighing oh, yeah. it down already. And you just lean on it and it just like, does it fold up and like sandwich you? Like a it hot was dog? One of those, yeah. Like the one side actually went inward so it like it was like a seesaw like one side went down and and as it falls I like slide down because I sat right in the middle like a jackass so I like I actually slid down it you know and I took like a pull-up banner with me as well you know like a $200 banner with my hands of holding on like I take that down It was probably hilarious. I was laughing. I thought it was, like, hilarious. I wasn't hurt or anything. Like, I but. think because you said you were sliding down, there must have been, like, a split second where you're like, well, I'm going to fall, so I'm going to make this, like, extra funny. And that's why you Absolutely. grab the banner, like, oh, no, save me, banner. Yeah, if I could just make this, like, a little hilarious. <laughs> you know, like, I might as well just, like, like reach, like, you know, act like I'm reaching for something in the air that's not there to, like, hold me up. Those but. moments. You have those moments in, like, physical clumsiness and, and in verbal clumsiness. And you can can see a moment where you're like, oh, I'm going to sound like an idiot, but now I'm going to sound real funny and they're going to forget that I sounded like an idiot. Right, exactly. You know, like and that, you, you, save, you save the day. Like when you're going to pitch a, a curveball and you decide to throw in the screwball. Oh, last second Jones. Tweet us. Squid him. At the underscore podcastle. And you just got back from a trip, right? You were up in, uh, you're up in Durham. I saw some, in, uh, some nice caps. Blue Devil, uh, Blue Devil Country. Um... I, I I stayed at a Marriott, and I and they only valet. There's not there's not a parking lot. It's like downtown Raleigh Durham. I walked to the stadium where the baseball the minor league game was. I could walk there. The Durham oh, Bulls. Nice. Durham Bulls. That's my new cap on here. It's a sweet, fitted, you know, one size stretch fit. I'll show you the front. Very it simple. looks sweet, man. It looks like a really nice cap. Uh. You know, it's like I got all the 
I got all the baseball team hats, so I don't really wear them as much anymore because I want them to look nice. So I'm like, I just need an everyday hat. And this one, yeah. this one suits me. Um, it is fitting. But if I needed my car, because say the gas station is 1.9 miles away. Well, geez Louise, I'm not walking two miles to yeah. get a can of Coke so I can use it to smoke weed out of. Right. It's just way too much. I'd like my car, please. <laughs> it's too complicated. No. I'm with you. So, uh, anyway, they, they're valeting my car. I finally figure out that everything's within walking distance, restaurants, bars. All the restaurants and bars, while you're walking by them, look so cool. They look like little mom-and-pop pubs and Irish pubs. and, and Brit- oh, there's, cool. a, there's a British pub called the Viceroy. Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing commercial, but when you're from out of town and you're really hungry or you just really want a fucking beer, which one of these places do you choose? It's they're, a crap shoot. they're all real small. So they're all pretty crowded with Duke students and you're like, yeah, I'm really craving an ale house right now, or maybe a ground. What round. do I do? <laughs> That's why in Charlotte, I went to Hooters cause I was like, ah. A, you know what is, you're going to get. This is what I know. I'm going with what I know. Sometimes it's even better to do that on trips. I've been in a few places like you where there's all these cool places where you're like, well, is it going to be like an hour wait and the sandwich is like 30 bucks and by that point I'm just like cranky? Yeah. Or should I go to like that Applebee's where I know <laughs> at least I can get a beer and it'll be quick and like that's it. Yeah. But it's anticlimactic. Yeah, I'll get mozzarella sticks just to put something in my belly. You can't screw that up. Right. Even if you're Applebee's. Microwave right. those mott sticks for me. Yeah, just throw them at them out of the freezer and put it on high two fifty and charge me fifteen bucks because I'm paying for it because I'm an out of towner. Yeah. So what do you end up going to one of those places? I end up I end up doing several <laughs> drive bys of these like of these two places, the ones I mentioned. The Irish pub, it's called it's called like Babe McCabe's Irish Pub, or like something cool, McCabe's, McCabe's Irish Pub, and the Viceroy. So I would do this move where I would walk by it and kind of look in and not look like I'm just some weirdo peering through the window, checking out the scene, you know, because you can't really tell from the outside and you don't want to be the guy that just opens the door. Or the guy that's peeping in the window, like the cartoon where the pie's left out and like your right. nostrils like lift yourself to smell it and you're looking in there for food. I floated like Mickey. Floated. Uh, that's that, So I do several drive-bys and I can't figure it out because it's at like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in, in the – it's about 6 o'clock yeah. p.m. And it's prime time. The, the sun is bouncing off the, the window – that yeah. so I can't see in really. It's like reflecting. It's just like a mirror. I can't make out what's going on. Yeah, you don't know. What you, you don't know what you're getting into. And when you're hungry and out of town, and time is of the essence, that can be. Uh, you know, that's a situation. You have to look at it that way. I'm the getting... Viceroy is that like V I C E R O Y? Yeah. They have like one of those in L A. I don't know what that means, but it has to be some kind of like. When I hear the Viceroy, I hear I think it's like. Oh, it was an old converted speakeasy from the 20s, and they still have the old barrels in the back. They don't use them, but they're there right. kind of place. Was it like one of those places, yeah. like a brewery kind of thing? Yes, uh, nicknamed the Vic. The Vic? Viceroy, V-I-C. Um, so finally, I go in. 
but I do the move where I hold my phone up to my face. Yes. Uh, as if I'm meeting someone and I can't find them, but I'm on the phone with them and we're, we're just, no one's going to help me because I'm on my way. Yeah, classic, classic bit. And I walk in and it's exactly what I didn't want to see, man. It wasn't jam-packed, but the booth area, the, the, the five or six booths were full. There's that mm. middle table that people are just standing at. And then yeah. the bar, every seat is full. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ah. You can't do it. And there's like a, a kickball team, you know, like a dodgeball team. They just got done their game and they're, they're partying now. They're drinking. Sponsored by the local paint shop. They all have neon green T-shirts on with numbers and stupid nicknames on the back. And there's one guy that still thinks he's going pro on the team. <laughs> there may be a few. Uh, so I, I, I get out of there and then the Viceroy, I finally, after my third or fourth drive by or walk by again, I'm walking. So I'm getting hungrier. I'm burning calories as I'm getting hungrier and I'm getting hungrier on top of just at six o'clock. It's time to eat dinner and depleting valuable resources. I'm sweating now. I have the sweat through my, my nice shirt. Oh, so I go to the Viceroy and the drugs are coming out at this point. And it's like a five a five uh person bar. Five bar stools. That's what? it. It's like the tiniest bar ever. It's like and a then, hotel bar. And then like a nice restaurant in the background where it's like you're a weirdo if you're sitting alone. And the the, the people at the <laughs> oh, bar yeah. the people at the bar were at least double my age. So I I I did the spin move, the weirdo spin move and got the hell out of there. Ended yep. up going back just to the Marriott and sitting at their damn bar, <laughs> slamming beers until I'm I with you, see. man. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, I would have walked in the situation, the scene, saw the situation of like college kids that are just young enough to make me feel uncomfortable if I'm alone. Where I'm just like, <laughs> fucking kids don't have any idea. And then I would have been like, you know what, Marriott, back to the Marriott, Marriott. You kids, my, my when I was in college, I was doomed. You guys are so much more doomed than me. You don't even know. You have no you guys idea. Are doomeder. You guys so are after more this whole, but you so, guys are the doomsiest. Besides the, the besides the two bars that I did drive-bys, obviously I'm passing other places on the way because these bars were not next to each other. Right. <laughs> they were like a quarter mile to a half mile apart. So I finally, uh, so as I'm walking back and forth, there's a couple places where there's outside seating course none available and a whole bunch of people are out there drinking and partying and there's this one guy that sees me for some reason he notices me every single time i walk by him and i see him i see him out of my periphery notice me like the second time like oh like i just walked by again then obviously the third and fourth and fifth time the fourth time, he held up his hands like this, four. He held up the number four no. to, like, someone he Why was talking to. Why are you all over his radar? Someone he was talking to. He goes, the, like, he goes, that's the fourth time that guy has walked by. Something like that. What? Who's paying attention to that stuff? And finally, Maybe you're looking for somebody. Finally, the fifth time, I walked by, and I stopped, and I looked at him, and I just smiled. And, and then, nice. And then I walked away. And he, and he Acknowledge like, it. He kind of probably thought he was getting shot up that night. <laughs> yes. Um... There was that. Oh my gosh! Then that's bizarre. There was two black guys and a and like a white guy. One guy was like a mailman. One guy was like a cop, and one guy was just like a citizen. 
I was and, like, cheers. But like the three of them were standing outside this place and I walked by them at least five times. Of course, they didn't notice me. But every right. time I walked by them, dude, they, this were, guy. they were talking about mankind, the wrestler. No, really? Mick so for a good like 40 minute stretch, they're talking about this wrestler? Yeah. Was the cop in uniform? They're talking about Cactus Jack and Dude Love and Mick Foley, oh. all his characters, Mick oh, Foley. Man. The whole time. Dude, I think it was longer than an hour. And they were wow. talking up every time I walked by, they'd say, and then remember SummerSlam with, with this, the Undertaker? Oh, he was the best. And he flew off the hell in the cell cage. And I, I was the best oh, part of the whole thing. I was like, these guys are so still funny. going. I can't believe I didn't stop and join them by the fifth pass. Yeah, that's when you, that's the fifth time you stop in there. That's so funny. <sighs> I love the guy that saw you four times and actually made a note of that. Rather than enjoy your, 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 your dinner, let's just call this out. That's it was, funny. It was very concerned. So, what would you compare the town to? Is it some like is it a small big town like it's, Reno or something like that, or is it like a small town looking it's, place? It's just like uh, it's it's very similar to Charlotte, where okay. yeah, it's everything's real close, but there's a lot to do in like a yeah little area. It's not like Philly. It's like a fifth of Philly. They have like a strip there. Yes, yes. Like a downtown, maybe, like a San Diego kind of that has like a little downtown that has a lot to do. It's like they got two and parallel roads and then a whole bunch going in between them, and there's all the goodness. Oh, nice. A whole bunch of shops and restaurants and bars. But again, I really, even finding Starbucks, I was like, yo, where do you get coffee in this fucking town? And it's always when you need it. You're yes. just like, where do I get this? And then you see everything else you don't need, like... Hey, we have shirts made out of cheese. Four stores of them. I need some coffee. Exactly, man. Exactly. Nothing I needed was like around me at the time I needed it. Don't need it at all. Yeah, that's how um, Pasadena is a little bit. They have uh, an old town, Pasadena, with all these shops and bars that are really cool. Mm-hmm. But then if you like need to go, because the hotel I stayed at, you had a valet as well. Pasadena. And the stuff that I'm going out for, to get are all at like a Rite Aid. Or like a BevMo, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I just need something to take back to the room for the late nights. Right, yeah. Walgreens. And they're like 1.9 miles away, so I have to, like, keep ballet-ing. And I, I had to do it so much that the second time during the day, this is like 4 o'clock, I just gave the, the ballet guy a couple beers. And he took them, and he popped one. And I was like, the Sheraton staff is drinking and driving. You guys, this is great. I gave the other guy a $5 tip. But it, I, I was ballet so much we were up to like the pounding, the hand handshake, oh. and like first name basis. Yes, Richard, Carlos, Juan. Really? We were all like chatting. Yeah, because I was like, I just Manuel. Because the car, I wasn't driving my car. I borrowed somebody's car because I had to load stuff, so I had an excursion. Ooh. So it was like kind of a pain in the ass for them to take it out. Yeah. All these times, so I was like, I don't want to be this dick. So right. we became pretty chummy, and you know, I gave him some more beers, and and, uh, and but it was like drinking. that thing where you had, it was like an event just to because. Uh, you know, it's a convention center, and there's, like, three events, so every spot is filled, and I can't keep parking and paying, like, $30 a night, so I had yeah. to ballet. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like that just out of the way where you don't want to walk. Right, exactly, dude. That's what it was for me. So I just gave up, and luckily I brought, like, my running sneakers, so I wore them everywhere. Otherwise, I'd Oh, be, your like, tennis shoes. I'd be, yeah, my tenors. Uh, I'd be crippled if I didn't. Um, but then um, when I drop off the rental car... Uh, at the uh, airport, the Raleigh Durham International, uh, 
I'm, I, I drop it off and I walk over to wait for the shuttle to take me to the airport. Like, the beginning of the fucking worst part of my existence in life. Being shuttled yeah. around like a damn soldier. Oh, the I worst. I just fucking hate it. Oh, when you're not, a, when you can't control the transportation, uh, driving, you mean? Yo, you know what it is? It's not control. It's just waiting. You're literally just waiting for your surrounding to change. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't care. I just yeah, wish just it still. was faster. It just takes too long. Right. Yeah, I'm Especially all with guys like you and I are like seasoned travelers. It, we know like when something's held up or whatever, it's like, this can be a lot better. Dude, that's we all I more do efficient. the whole time. I'm like, this is so inefficient. You need to change this. Change this. Are you mm. drinking a Sapporo? What's a Sapporo? Oh, it's a thermos. A Sapporo, the, the Japanese beer. They have like these big metal tin oh, yeah. beers. Oh, yeah. I thought you were drinking a Sapporo. I was no. like, wow. No. Random choice. <laughs> no Random choice. No, this is good old H2 double and the Yeti. Oh, yes. Random choice. Yeah. Random, um, <laughs> random pranks. What did that say? <laughs> Drive by and punch somebody in the stomach. Random pranks. No, these are assault charges. These aren't even pranks. Drive by and throw a lighter at a lit person's hair. Driving pranks. I don't know. This is battery. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm with you. The, when you. the traveling and all that stuff. You're like, I'm going insane, and, and you don't. You can't be irritable. You just gotta roll with the, yeah. the punches and go with the flow. So many but deep you're like, breaths. There comes a point in an airplane flight after <laughs> airplane flight, as opposed to a rocket flight we're taking. <laughs> you know, hey, we're flying the shuttle. Or a car uh, after like the fifth hour mark, I'm kind of coming out of my skin unless I'm really loaded up. Yes. But at that point, you want to toke a little bit and relax, and you can't because it's an airplane, so you're just getting kind of irritable. Dude, that's like my big problem. Like I, uh, I can't really enjoy that on a plane. Although everyone would enjoy that on a plane. Um, but yeah. So I'm waiting there for the shuttle to pick me up, scoop me up like a freaking sheep. Scoop, doop, doop. And the Enterprise guy comes walking around you know, with his like electronic weird thing and his headset and his name tag. And hello, Mr. Yeah. Ha- excuse me. They were very nice, actually. Excuse me, Mr. Hassinger, Um, did you uh, take a look around the car uh, before you you know drove here? And I was like, no, I, I just valeted it all week. I never really even used it. I used it like once. And that was to go to uh, Wake Forest. Um, he's like, oh, because the uh, back tail light's hanging out. What? I'm like, is that real? Uh, uh, I was like, are you kidding me? And he's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I seriously drove it one long distance thing, and then I just didn't want to do valet, so I was just walking everywhere. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. I mean, you guys got the insurance and everything. I was like, I guess the valet guys were smacking cars around because when I got, when I was waiting for them, when I was waiting for them to bring me my car before all this, uh, and I was ready to go to the airport, I'm I'm waiting for them to give me my car. There's another guest with their car, and there's a scratch all up and down the side. Talking talking to the valet manager, like, yo, uh, my vehicle. He said that. He's like, I need to speak to you about my vehicle. Now, this guy's got a fanny pack on. He's got the long, oh, the socks pulled up real high, short shorts. He's like, we need to speak about my vehicle. There's some, there's an issue with my vehicle. What is he reading, a textbook? I know. Uh, a, 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 a training manual with a job? When approaching somebody with a uh, disrespectful tone, this is how you handle it. And the actor comes in, I need to talk to you about my vehicle, my vehicular transportation. Come on, buddy. The funny thing is, Fanny pack the, 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 the wife was driving in the driver's seat, so it's almost like he didn't really even know. Like he was just like, "Um, yes, my vehicle. I don't really know what it is, but there's something wrong with it." 
like somebody that's playing work. We have business stuff yeah. to discuss yeah. at a conference. What kind of stuff? Marketing business things. <laughs> mutual mutual funds. Those are like four different industries right there. S- business. Scales. Trends. Pipelines. Pipelines and and uh, headcount. Acquisitions. Take-o- hostile takeovers. The uh, Predators took game three yeah. to closen up the series, I guess tighten up the series. Uh, Penguins still lead two to one. Uh, the game four is currently on right now. Score 0-0 zero, zero with 13.45 in the first period. Tearing it up. Not quarter. I saw that game on um, Saturday night where they blew them out 5-1. That was abuse. Dude, that was just... That was just sexual uh, deviance. Just such abuse. Uh, the first game was such great. Abuse. <laughs> what do you think? The first game was awesome. Uh, game one, because it was like three nothing, yeah. and then it was three to three, then it was four to three, and five to three, and Penguins won. But uh, you know, it was back and forth. For Saturday yeah, night, they just crushed them. They crushed them. The, the first game we were watching, uh, where the Predators lost. Yes. Uh, we have uh, we we were getting ready for the event. Uh, and we haven't. I wasn't. We have an intern that's from Nashville who's a big Predators fan. And I was like half paying attention, you know. They're yeah. talking about the Predators. And I was like, well, yeah, listening, you know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'm really upset they lost. And I'm like, and I was like, yeah, I didn't really understand what team she was talking about. Uh-huh. So I assumed it was football. And I was like, yeah, better luck next year, though. You know, they played a hell of a season, though. You know, just gotta wait. <laughs> and they're like, well, the other games on tomorrow. I was like. I mean, I mean, tomorrow's gonna be a gem. It's gonna be a real gem for you. What? Wait, I, and I had to like come clean. I was like, I'll be honest with you, ADD, half listening, Titans, no, Predators, right? Titans. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's so good. I said next game, not next season. Next season. I think that's what I would have thrown out. You and I are excellent. Yeah, so I said with, next game. Uh, if we're not listening and we say that, and we they they kind of challenge us, we really go, no, I meant this. We're very convincing on the on the rebuttal because at that point I think like myself you're very like how dare you like call me out because you don't know how many okay you want to play this game you want to play the words first game you want to play you want to play Scrabble you want to play Yahtzee with me you want to tap dance you might as well just call me a crossword puzzle so you're kind of very um you know. Uh, yeah, because you go so – you go in such a different direction that like the whole – like it's going this way and you um, – it's like you see – I don't know. You see like way – like a, a bunch of steps ahead. So you like just go there. And yeah. the original topic is like d- becomes dust. It's dust. <laughs> becomes they were ash. trying to land in Detroit and you just landed the plane in San Juan, Puerto Rico and they got no idea what to do. They're not dressed appropriately for this – Equator-like climate. I want to think of an example where that happens. So, I mean, what happened to you is is similar, but I I feel like there, there you know we can come up with a a, a deeper example where yeah. someone was someone tried to catch you not listening to them, and you were able to completely divert the entire conversation and and mood. And feeling and everything. You switch it up in like in like the blink of an eye, as if some you were speaking with someone and you weren't really listening, and they're talking about their grandmom's ill in Montana, and you're just like, 
Yeah, no, it's it's funny. I saw that. Like, what's funny? Dying? I'm like, no. It's funny that you would think that they're not going to be okay. Let's not even stage four yet. You're yeah. you're just relax. I'm the one being positive. Down. Yeah, this happened to me like twice. Believe me, if there's one thing I learned in these situations. You got to focus. All right, and then you start telling a story and weaving a tale and painting a picture. Their attention's gone, and you won. You won the day. And you. It's great, phenomenal. And, and, Winter's coming in July. And they're ready. <laughs> We're going to war. Goodbye. Ready yeah, your weapons. We're going to war. Goodbye. Yeah, they're just uh, just not quick enough, Matthew. Um, that's a quick of the draw. Close out Kaepernick, Seahawks, not a chance. Yep. Carroll confirmed it. He said he's a starter, just not on this team. Happy birthday to Bob Coons. Actually, his birthday was yesterday, but we'll uh, throw it out there to him today. Yeah, happy birthday, Bob. I'm excited to have him on the show soon, man. Really excited. <laughs> um, I just read Claus's last uh, post. It's pretty funny. Even what does if, it say? Even if you totally agree with his policies, you got to admit that Trump kind of sucks at this whole being president thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's uh, it's so true. Claus is so funny. Claus hates Trump. And, uh, oh, I know. Just and so- he, just, he just rifles. He has no problem. He just keeps firing. He was like me the day after the election. I was just rifling oh, yeah. off, you know. Oh yeah. Like I've Propaganda. cooled down. And, I've cooled down and everything, but Klaus is still 100. I mean, I'm still there in <clears throat> policy, but uh, you know, I've I'm, I've given up on the. It's you just spin your wheels. It's Facebook. I know. It's like I could come up with something once an hour that I I don't like about Trump, but I I just can't keep saying it over and over. I have to like pretend. Yeah. To, I just gotta like pretend he doesn't exist. Yeah, and, that's and, what I do. Or when anything goes wrong, I'll just blame him for the next four years. Right. Because yeah, that's what it was him. like when anything went ra- bad during Obama's thing. Oh, yeah, Obama. Torna- <laughs> that tornado. Resp- the tornado was black, just yeah. like you, responsible. Yeah. And then I remember people saying George W. Bush, like, created Katrina with, like, you know, like, remember, like, yeah. like blame- it's like, oh, God. The thing. I mean, he's got, like, countries warring with him. I don't know if he can handle natural disasters that appear out of nowhere. Right. God's wrath. I don't know if he, he can right. match that. <laughs> he doesn't get an update on that. The FEMA thing. doesn't have a secret service. What FEMA thing? What, 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 what even is that? FEMA is the federal emergency something something. Right, right. Basically, the guys that come in after like a natural disaster okay. decimates a po- part of a population or hits U.S. soil. They come in with like – it's like a Red Cross, but they come in for aid. Okay. They help rebuild the house and give you money and you know help clean up the area kind of thing. And I, and I guess after Katrina, there was a, a, a delayed response with FEMA. Where they didn't come out right away. Oh. That's why they blame Bush and stuff like that. Oh, but, God. And I mean, is is that Bush? Is Bush to blame there? It doesn't seem like it. Like, what was? What, I mean, I I, I guess he should have worked. Been quicker, like, get the but, fuck down there! Oh wait, there's a hurricane. <laughs> I guess. I, I think it was more of yeah. If long... if it happened in Washington D.C. or New York, FEMA wouldn't have waited as long as they did to New Orleans. Is probably true, but. I don't think you can blame one man. It's a huge, large moving beast of many parts. Yeah. You can't just like throw a thousand guys down there and, you know, a million helicopters and two billion dollars in aid in, in a second and fix things. I think it's things was, underwater. Yeah. Like it's not the movie. Like just imagine that. Ready? A hurricane comes, dunks an entire city underwater, and then the weather's perfect. Like, yeah, guess no, what? The weather could way. still be kind of shitty, and then helicopters are, you know, going sideways. Yeah, and it looks like the day after tomorrow. Right. What are we going to do? We don't do? need any of that. Come in there with hoverboards. 
Use yeah, the force, Luke. Repumpable shoes. Twist. Self-drying jacket. Squid up. At the end of school podcast. You want to take a uh, quick commercial break? Sure. And return with uh, perhaps some sports with John's? I'd like to touch on that Bill Maher thing a little bit. Just yes, to see your... I really want to get into that Bill Maher thing because I don't know enough and I need you to, to teach and then I will assess. I would love to hear the assessment of your accolations and your your debutante. Mysterious and also the mysterious disappearance of Sean Spicer. Billy Mitchell is, uh, who is this guy? He was a person that set a lot of arcade records back in the early 80s. I know for He's one a pervert, of right? live uh, video feed. I was thinking we could do... Uh, I thought you were going to ask we're, we're have both, while on the we're show. We're both out of breath. I think he's passed away. Oh, really? I believe so. Not that long ago. I'll check. Oh, no. Yeah, live video feed. I'm, I'm feeling it. You want to maybe aim for the next show? Google Hangouts? We'll, we'll, we'll fire it up, mix it up, hang out it up, and do it? Predators up one nothing. Yes, let's do it next show. Nice. Absolutely. Next show, let's do it. I'll try to get Piscardi on. <clears throat> do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you this, because I've read the, the, the surmise. I've read the plot analysis. I've read the, the details mm-hmm. of Wonder Woman. You know, I checked out the oh. synopsis. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on this. If you've seen it, or if you're going to see it, because I'm be honest with you, I'm kind of curious. It's a, it's a cool backdrop. And I, didn't know, I never knew the Wonder Woman scenario before until I read this. I, uh, I I wanted to see it because the reviews were she's good, hot. and she's hot. But she's in Batman vs Superman, and she's really good. She's only in it a little bit, but she was really. I just liked the actress. I, I liked. I I believed her. You know. I think that's huge. You bought it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it doesn't really matter what she's playing. Like I, I I'm interested in this character, and she made the character of Wonder Woman so. Because uh, I saw it Sunday. Um, my buddy, oh, nice. my buddy texts me Friday and he goes, yo, man, Wonder Woman's so hot. I want to see the movie. Will you go with me? I was like, yeah, of course, I'll go. Yeah. And we went and like at like 3.30 yesterday, 3.30 in the Good afternoon, time. a little matinee. Matinee. And, uh, Not the John Goodman film. Early bird special. And we... And I loved it. Oh, it was Elvis. it was fun. And he, she makes the character of Wonder Woman... Um, not only like super badass, but nice, but uh, like charming. Like she's kind of funny, and and sometimes when she's not trying to be, but she, you know what I mean. Like the the writing is is she's kind of naive because she's from this island where there's only women, and she meets a guy in during like World War One, and he'll use these terms that she just like doesn't understand. You know, like he'll be like, oh, I need to deliver the mail, and she's like, what's mail? Ooh. And and she is uh, a good actress, and it's a great movie. And uh, there's apparently a scene at the end 
that ties in the Justice League movie that's coming out. Okay. With Batman and, and Aquaman and Flash and Cyborg. They segued and tied that in there. They crowbar that at, at the end. But. It, it foreshadowed. We didn't stay that long. We didn't stay after the credits because my friend is a maniac. And he had to get the hell out of there. Do you stay? Do you usually stay for the? What is the appropriate time to leave during for, a film? For all the uh, superhero movies, I always stay until the credits are done because there's always something at the end. Right. Marvel do something. Marvel started that forever ago. Uh, but yeah, man, it's I I, I recommend it. She uh, she's funny. The guy she's with, Captain Kirk, um, Chris Pine, I, I believe, plays the male romance interest. Yeah. Good looking dude. And they, they they transition you from her being this this goddess because she's made out of clay and then Zeus gave her life. So she has no By real the father. Of Zeus. Exactly. By the belly of Kamala. By the moonshine of Nantucket Jim. I like at the end of the movie uh, of a film when the credits roll and it ro- rolls to black and People get up to leave, and then they have like the insert scenes while the credits rolling on the side of like bonus material, and then people like stand up to watch, and they're like one leg out, and the, yeah. the, the, they want to stay, or they're <laughs> like you don't they're just sitting back down, right. but you don't want to look like a jackass and turn around because you really like the movie. So you're kind of in this limbo of like, uh huh, and then you think it's over, and you turn around again, and it's like, and then by the by the coffee pot of Jonathan, and then people turn around again, and you're like. What are we doing? You're kind of standing with one leg forward, one leg back. Your your body's like a like a question mark, and your head is turned, and you're not gonna go. All right, well, I'm just gonna completely sit back down because it could be over in ten seconds. And then you're like, God oh, damn it, I gotta stand back up and walk out of here. And, and then you the sit back longer. down, and you realize it's just the opening of the movie, and it's actually a six-hour film. And you're like, Oh, we're really really strapping in the, the buckle for the ride. It was quite a uh, build up there. Quite um, a build up. Robin Wright. A.K.A. Jenna Gump, A.K.A. Yeah. Claire Claire Underwood from Harris House of Cards. Well, she's not Robin Wright Penn anymore. She's just Robin. Oh, Wright. right, they divorced. Right, divorcee. They were seen together recently in New York. She plays. Oh, well, old habits. She plays. Old poets. Wonder Woman's aunt, who does the most of the training secretively because her mother, the Queen, doesn't want her to. I, I did read that. They said that she she looked she frowned upon. The aunt knows she insisted upon not aunt, using those powers. The aunt she did insist. The aunt knows that she's part Amazon, part God, because she's half Zeus. So she knows that she's gonna be like a superhero, basically. And it's taking place during like World War One era. Yes. Yes. And the and she's chasing the great down war. the god. Great of, war. She's chasing down the god of Ares. The god Ares. Oh, the god of war. Exactly. Yes, That's Roman like mythology, right? A little twist, and they do such a great job, like interweaving it, because she, she's like helping him. She's like, I want to help you. Go, you know, f- defeat, destroy the great war. She's like, if there's a great war and people are dying, I shouldn't be here on this island of just women. I need to go help. Yeah, I need to ante up. Yes, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you can come. And she's like, I will find Ares. Show me where the battle is the craziest, and, and, I'll, and I'll help you. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, Ares isn't real. <laughs> yeah. But, like, <laughs> as that goes, she, like, figures out her powers. And she's Wonder Woman for, like, a big chunk of the movie. 
You know, it's not like so she's becoming self-aware of what's going on, of her, of her much like Peter Parker in the first Spider-Man, where he figures out what's happening, and Quite early. and Superman finding out as he's a teen Superman that he can do some stuff. It's amazing that this is her first female superhero origin movie ever. Yeah, and yeah, it's the first full feature for like sixty years. Yeah, it is the first, I believe. Well, she is the only female superhero. Yeah. Right? Solo. It's the first solo film. It's yep. just her. Yep. A backstory. Her own origin story. Yeah. Good ooh. for them. Ooh, 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 Good for ooh. them. That's uh, DC. Right. DC, Justice League, yeah. Batman, Superman, all that stuff. The amazing thing is everyone's saying that it's the best movie DC's put out since The Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight Rises was better than Wonder Woman, sorry. I mean, that movie was awesome. Tom oh, Hardy. one of the best. Come on. Um, but, Very underrated film. But it was better than Suicide Squad. It was better than Batman v Superman. So they're saying it's the best DC movie since Dark Knight because what else has there been? There's been Dark Knight Rises. Right. People of Gotham. Right. John, let the games begin. John's going to be smoking a bowl. What are you going to do? Let the games begin. Remember when the Super Bowl, the power went out at the Super Bowl? Before I forget, Kamala not dead. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't know what I... He's in bad shape. I think he's in bad shape, though, right? Yeah, I I think he might have, like, lost a leg to diabetes. Maybe both legs, I think. Yeah. That sucks. I watched, I watched that match earlier today because I got a lot in the ball my day off. I got a lot going on. And I watched the Kamala Undertaker coffin match what? on YouTube. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Calm down, Doctor. Yeah. Now's not the time for fear. That comes later. Calm down, Doctor. He has the best voice. Oh, he's Did a good like, actor too, man. He's in The Revenant. He's great in that. That's a great flick. But the character Bane has like a unique accent that like has no sound. It, they're like they describe it in the comic book, like in his weird half Jamaican, half uh, like something else, half Polish yeah. accent. Because that's that's what it's supposed to sound like. He does such a good job of at least what I hear when I read the comics. He almost sounds like he's Dutch. But was living in the States for, like, a long time. You know? Like, it's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah, it's like a hardened but high-pitched weird... I don't You're know. You're like, it's not English. <laughs> it's definitely not an Anglo accent. No. And it's interesting. Hey, did you watch uh, Bill Maher on Friday with his whole thing? Or did I... you see, like, a replay of him? He, he dropped the N-bomb on, on TV. Okay. I heard about this. I saw... I think you and Biscardi talking about it. And yeah, we were bantering. And, and I was like, oh, well, he said nigger, so who cares? Okay, was he calling right. someone that, or was he, was he, you know, like, how did he you use it? You just dropped the N-bomb, John. Snowflakes are going to destroy us. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So I'm not saying it. I'm saying that's what he said. Bill Maher says he's not a racist man to any level. I mean, he's he's very very equal with uh with um with race issues. I mean he's like a proponent of yes. you know helping people out with yes. that stuff. He's very outspoken. He's a hippie. You say things in the comedy world in that realm here and there, uh in his in his world, um, and that slipped out and he sh- he like shouldn't have done it. 
but it's not like it came from any place of, of malice yeah. or that. But, you know, people are quick to blow up anything these days. And I, I, I watched the episode last night. I DVR'd it and I watched it. And he had a Nebraska senator on. The senator said something kind of weird. And Bill's like, oh, I should visit Nebraska. You guys, they're making fun of millennials. And he's like, yeah, I should uh, come there. You got you. I agree with you. And he's like, yes, Bill, come work in the fields with us, which is a really weird thing to say anyway. What? And Bill goes, oh, no, uh, work in the fields with you. Oh, I'm a house N-word senator. And he was kind of playing off that. And I'm not, like, defending him, but uh, house I don't neg- think there should have been an outcry. And then Bill more immediately said it's a joke. You know, and uh, that's just kind of how he is. And yeah, it's an offensive word, but in I, no way should he be like fired or anything. And he won't be. I mean, he he gets a, he gets I, a pass. I, I know, and and I and you just said n word, and I just ever since I heard Louis C.K. make fun of people that say n word, he's like, when you say n word, all that makes the person do is think the actual word. It's true. And it's, it's absolutely like, true. So like, I try to just say it, but I'm not saying it like you know. And yeah. I'm just saying Bill Maher said this word. And see, he now said I the word nigger. He said the word nigger. Right. It's the he most powerful that. word in the English language. And uh, it evokes all kinds of stuff. Yes. Um, but given the context that he said it in, I, I, I wasn't offended by it. And I don't think, uh, you know. I bet you all his black friends okayed him to say that anyway. Yeah. It's, it, was, it was a joke. He wasn't calling out African Americans and calling them that. He said it no. in response in a reference making fun of people that actually do use that word, making fun of that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, people are just so sensitive these days, you know? Right. It's like... Um, uh, it's too much. <laughs> it's just like the Redskins. It's a bunch of white people yes. worried, or, or, or like fake worried, pretend... I don't even know what the hell their problem is, but they all have an issue with some. They're called... Yeah, they're called white knights. And... White knights are the people that just want to cause a problem to show that they're holier than thou, even though it doesn't offend them at all. Believe me, a lot of these white knights, if a black guy came into their building, they would be checking their wallet and yeah. looking both ways more yeah. than anyone. They wouldn't be like, oh, I'll just leave my keys out. I'm not going to judge him because he's black. Yeah. They're the same hypocrites as anybody else. If there, and, was, uh, if there was a Mexican, they would hand them their keys. Yeah. If there was a Irish guy, they would kick him out of the bar. Yeah. They're all racist. They're all stereotype racists. And a lot of these white knights are the kind that'll say, they'll call people out just for the sake of calling them out. Oh, he said the N-word. He's racist. I'm not racist. Just saying, yeah. no, but he is. He's racist. I'm not. Uh, but he, he said that. Uh, like, he, I'm offended because uh, I'm not racist. So I'm offended because I'm not racist. It's like, well, now you just made a bigger deal than it is. And now people are offended because you're bringing this word up again. And it's buried. We live you know? in a world, uh, it's like a playground of tattletales. Yeah, it's we need like Eminem more than ever is. at this point. Yeah, I know. I, I'm very interested to hear. We need him to do more like a, like a tr- another album bashing Trump like he did with Bush oh, yeah. back on the Eminem show. Oh, yeah. Like we need Marshall Mathers in his prime again. Uh, well, I think he's in his prime now, but, uh, you know, back in the ruthless, you know, no holds barred days. I'm interested to hear his thoughts on the current state right now. Well, he, he did has that, been quiet that, for a little while. He did that rap with Big Sean, I think it was, where he did some anti-Trump lyrics, and he was talking some, some pretty big smack. But it was like he was a guest guy. He was like, you know, yeah. featuring, featuring Eminem. Right. So it wasn't like his thing. But I think he's having another album come out this year. He is? I heard I, – well, 
I've subscribed to Eminem's feed on my news app. So if he's ever mentioned, like it, it shows in my feed. Yeah. And he recently confirmed like there will be another album soon coming out. Okay. But um, but the last album he did was 2013. Marshall so Mathers LP two. My favorite one. He's uh, he's definitely due. You know, based on his his cyclical releases. It's funny. I think he's due. It's been like four years, so it's like time. Yeah, he's due. I uh, it's crazy. I still and I listen to that album every day for like half hour increments at a time. I just run and Marshall listen. Mathers LP two. Yeah, and I Great. still haven't over listened. You know, like I I out, I over listened the first the first Marshall Mathers and the Eminem show. I just oh yeah I drove them into the ground. I I too many times I've heard every song in the millions, and, right. and that one I just didn't overdo. I, I should probably revisit. Yeah, it's like a double disc, too. I mean, the amount of songs. I think there's like 18 tracks on there almost. Yeah. I mean, it's really packed, and, it, and every every song is solid. Even the song where he, like, sings on it. You know how, like, every rapper does, like, the singing song? Yeah. This one was... Uh, the R&B. <laughs> yeah, and then he does, like, the rap break in the middle. Like, like Haley's yeah. song. Yeah. You know? That song is even, like, great. And, uh, right. I just think... Yeah, I haven't ever listened to that one either. The, the second one, I ever listened to way too much. But then when you don't listen to it for a while and you put it back on, oh, it kind of yeah. encapsulates you oh, back yeah. in like 2000 where you're like, yes, yes. Driving around in a car with your friends, smoking and talking, you know, hearing uh, when I was just a little baby boy, mama used to tell me these kinds of things. It takes you back. It brings me back old school, motherfuckers. You know where I'm from? Or perhaps but- he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> What? What do you yeah. mean? I googled Bane, Bane lines. It's like oh, let's have some. Speak of the devil, he shall appear. He shall appear. And this is funny. He's like talking. He's like in a scene with Catwoman. Bane? Yeah. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? The but you uh, really adopted dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light till I was only a man. But then it was nothing to me but blinding. The shadows betray you because they belong to me. Theatricality and deception are powerful agents to the uninitiated. But we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? Members of the League of Shadows. What a weirdo. Fifteen minutes or more can save you 15% on car insurance. (laughs) I need a savvy and squeezer. Let's begin, John. Mentos, the fresh maker. <laughs> You've got questions. I've got answers. You've got questions. What's that? You've got answers. It's the Radio Shack theme. Oh, God. The radio, the radio Shack went out of business, right? Remember them? There is one in, in Wilton Manors. Oh, oh, so I guess they're still around. Yeah. Could I? Randomly. Could I buy a battery for my camera? Yes, it's $27. <laughs> They're on Amazon for 6 This is our business model. Good luck. <laughs> Ours are better. It's the same thing. Yeah. Ours are better. One-to-one, end of the first period, tied in Nashville. Because it's Nashville, Dude. Nashville. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Not sexual, but we're predators. The, uh, <laughs> it looks like Crosby is punching... Uh, uh oh. There's a fight? He's punching. Oh, I can't remember his name. Doom, doom. 
Doomsbury. The black guy on the Predators. I'm offended. The N-word on the Predators. You need to just call him a human, John. We're going to get to that point, too. The only African-American on the team. Yes. I forget his name. Uh, hey. Suban. Uh, Suban. He's awesome. He's Subban. really good. Suban. Go you hear uh, Al Pacino's going to be playing Joe Pa in, a, in an HBO uh, film. Brings, a, Brian, whole, it, it brings a whole new meaning to hoo-ha. 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 I saw that. Yeah, I saw that in, in, in Variety, man. It, it looks. That's a perfect role for Pacino because he's he he's done a string of those HBO ones. You know, he did yes. like Jack Kevorkian. He did uh, the Phil Spector one. Did you see Phil? Yeah. Did you see the Phil Spector one, man? I don't believe. It's amazing. It's really good. Kevorkian. He did Spectre. He did. Um, uh, what was that other one? Spectre. The one about miracles. Spectre was a famous music producer. He was he worked with the Beatles. He produced Let It Be. He worked with John Lennon in his solo career. That worked with like a lot of the big names. Damn. He he was actually the background vocals on one of my favorite Lennon songs, Oh Yoko, which is very, very uh, underrated. Uh, and he he sure. like shot somebody, a, a girl. He picked up at the House of Blues, went to jail, uh, trial and all that. Um, like 2008, 2009. But it was a... Arlen Specter? Phil Specter. Phil Specter. Arlen Specter was a former governor of Pennsylvania who was a Republican and then went to the Democrats. He switched teams. Ooh, a flip-flop or a regular Abe Lincoln, are we? Ooh, yes, a regular Ricky Martin. (laughs) Yes, a regular Lance Bass. Yes, a regular Ellen Jenner's. Yes, regular Matt DeWitt. Well, I mean, I mean, a regular Prince. He didn't go out. I don't know. He did. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a center, but but uh, I think Pacino is like the perfect choice for that because he did any given Sunday. So yeah. he already he's already got the football coach down, and he's Al I'm Pacino. Am- I'm I'm amazed uh, that we were lucky enough to to. I mean, lucky enough. It's just so fucking terrible to even say. But it is art imitating life, so take it for what it is. You want to see something real. And I think Pacino, no one was is more perfect to play Joe right. Paterno. I mean, Al Paterno. Joe, yep. Joe Pacino. Joe Pacino. <laughs> Italian. He's around the same age as Joe Pa was. Well, no, he, Al Pacino's like 75. He's like 10 years younger, but he's in that same age as he was in his, in his, in his later years. And, Close uh, enough. It's an interesting story. He's, I think Joe Pa. You would know better than I, but I think he's like the winning, most winning, winningest coach in college football history. I think he's won more games than anybody else ever. Right. Um, well, I can't remember what they took away because after the scandal, they took a whole bunch away. But at one point, he, yeah, like took the wins away because they were under Sandusky. Or, uh, I How do you take wins away? They happen. I, I know, yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. Like oh, in, you mean the, the title? In the, in the books. Uh, so oh, at Come one on. time, he did win his 402nd game, and that was most all time. Then he won a whole bunch after that. Uh, I can't remember what he ended on. Well, but, Sandus- Sandusky wasn't a assistant coach at the time the allegations came out, right? Wasn't he already, like, retired? Or was he still on the team? Uh, no, yeah, I, th- I think he was still the defensive coordinator, or maybe he like had just left. No, I think I think he was. I think he like lives oh, he in was? the town. He runs like this boys' club camp thing. There, there's no red flags there. No, 
It's like, I forget what it was called, the second mile. Or it's got to suck to be a good dude uh, in some parts and coach like, legitimately coach like a football or girls soccer team in high school. Because whenever you see the news and it's like a molester to school, it's always like the softball coach or something like that. So, you know, there's got to be a lot of dudes that are just good people doing it because they like sports and want to contribute. And they're getting, like, looked at, you know? And you're yeah. Like, Stop giving us a bad name, you know? I know. It's like... The By priests. the way, John and I are coaching boys soccer next week. Tryouts start at 8 a.m. On the, on the bright. We got some creamy hamstrings, but I can't reach them a pocket my arthritis. Ah, oh, rats. Evaporated milk. <laughs> Evaporated but milk. But I think... Um, back, back to the Bill Maher thing real quick. Yeah, please. Uh, I don't think what he said is wrong, and I think all of his black friends don't give a shit, and let's just move on. It's Bill Maher. Come on. I mean, he's had to have said this word before. There's just no way. I mean, he's been on the air like my whole life and doing the same show, and it's always popular. He's always been the same guy, and he smokes weed and probably throws the N-word around with his friends that are black, and they don't give a shit. They Who have, cares? I guarantee you he does. And nobody can balance smoking weed as much as he does and being as smart as that guy is like Bill Maher. That guy is on 24-7. When he's like re- rebutting someone and talking, I mean, he is on fire. He just backs his shit up. He knows his shit. He's not like, well, fuck you. I don't know, you know. He's like, well, then why do they do this and this, this, and this? I mean, he – if he wasn't a comedian, he could be like a history professor. He could be a debater. He could run for office could run for office. I would uh, vote for him in a second. If he I, ran for the uh, governor. Uh, you know, I'm always a Stern guy. Stern's, you know, he's my, my inspiration. Uh, but, and I think, you know, he's the greatest. Bill Maher can go toe-to-toe with him. And I don't think really anyone can go toe-to-toe with Stern. I think he's always just, yeah. like, way ahead. Uh, They've had beef, too. They have had beef. And that's why it's still, like, beef. Because Maher kind of, like, owns him. He doesn't really, like, let yeah. Stern do his Stern thing. He kind of uh, owns him. He doesn't Although like, I think Stern give him the platform. Stern has the leg up on Bill Maher. Because Stern is Robin. And it's Stern. I mean, the history and it's, you know. I know. But he does hold his own. Maher has been around forever. What are the yes, three? Sh- the, the late '80s. He's had like three shows on cable, uh, for the like since cable was on TV. Yeah, he had Politically Incorrect. Right. He had that other one that he got in trouble at for right. like 9/11, and then he has Real Time, which has been yeah. on for like. 15 years, 10 years or something. Yeah. So and uh, he's I, great. I say let it go. Let's move on. I mean, is he going to get fired? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I think it's actually kind of uh, over at this point. All right. We'll just need to get it. He apologized. And, you know, he said Friday nights are the worst night of the week for me because I'm always worried about if I said anything wrong when I go to sleep. And, you know, oh. this was just there's no place for this. And he gave a sincere apology. And he didn't mean it, too. And I think it comes off that way. If Donald Trump said that, <laughs> that's the thing. The guy's grabbing, talking about grabbing women by the pussies. I know. And saying, "Where are my African Americans at?" And this guy gets away with it. We're fine. If Trump says, uh, "You know, I gotta tell you, I'm a house nigger." I'm that a house was, nigger. I was picking cord. That would be I was a little, cotton. a little different than little Bill Maher saying it. Yeah. Come on. It was the context it was in. The that senator set the him up too. It was Republican in. senator was like, "Yeah." I'm working our fields. Bill Maher's like, working our fields? Oh, I'm sorry, Senator. I'm a house nigger. 
You know, it's not like uh, yeah, he was like, calling that word. Exactly. He believe that. The senator went at him. What's he supposed to say really to that? You have to make some sort of joke. You have to. It's your job. Tweet us. Squid him. Shady. Genesis Little Podcastle. What happened with Sean Spicer? Is he is he uh, hiding in the bushes, waiting not to get fired? Oh yeah, Sean Spicer. Where has he gone? Is he He's still hiding, right? the mysterious disappearance of Sean Spicer? Spicer, 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 Spice World, Spice World, Spice World, Spicy, Spicy, Spicy. Great movie, great movie. How officials identified the contractor? All right, uh, the uh, CNN.com <laughs> is really dragging right now. I'm trying to get to this. Damn story about spicy. Spicy. You're really trying me today. Are you okay? Spicy looks like. Oh, if you're down for it, man, I'm game for a little baseball Russian roulette. Baseball yes. called Russian roulette later. I was just going to say that. Um, so, interesting enough, there is a woman that seems to have taken her place. On Sunday night, the White House sent out its daily schedule as it does every day, except one thing was different. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Rather than her ostensible boss, Sean Spicer, would be giving the, giving the Daily Press briefing on Monday. Interesting. Um, which, like many things that come out of this administration, has a touch of truth to it, but it's not technically true. They sought to play the substitution as a nothing burger. Nothing that passed admin... What the f- as a nothing burger? What does that mean? <sighs> Nothing that past administrations had used their deputies to fill in as daily briefing briefers when necessary. It it really just seems like nothing. Sounds juicy. Spicer had the worst possible answer to the Covfefe question. Is that how you pronounce that? What is that? Covfefe. Covfefe. Yeah, he said he said despite all the negative press, Covfefe. But I guess he meant to say coverage. But he, his fat, fucking, oily, monkey fingers said, Kofefe, I'm the special dialing one. I'm the special dialing one. I can't watch it. I'm too fat. Trump's fucking fat, too, by the way. Let's not, let's not put lipstick on a pig. The guy's a fucking fat ass. He's the oldest president. He's 72. How bad are those arteries clogged? Really see, bad, I hope. I want to see his hair when he gets out of the shower. I want to see, see his balls. And I want to know if one is left in the right, because I'm pretty sure there's some testicular stuff going on down there. And the real funny thing is, dude... Look at him. He still dresses like it's the late 90s. Like, he wears the wide ties and, like, the baggy dress The long ties. Like, he wears those long bottom. ties. Those yeah. wide ties. And, and he always looks he's like so he just rich. drank NyQuil and a sauna, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, he, he's just awake. But those ties are, like, the long ties that go, like, down near your... your your grundle sack. Yeah, you're And they just kind of hang there. I like them. I, I want to get one. I want to get one. I'm start wearing those long ties. I want to own it. Oh, he's such a stiff. Kofefe. But when he speaks, though, Kofefe. you just want to watch him. You don't agree with it or like it, but you're like, what is he going to say next? I know. I just read the news now and be like, what did Trump say last night? No, oh, it's just you know? a, it's a live feed of constant just antics. It's, it's an endless sketch. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get into the Paris Accord thing in another show because that deserves its own. That's just astronomically wrong on uh, so many levels. But uh, the one thing I'll say about that, I guess, is just uh, North Korea even signed that. The, the people that want to blow up the world, 
actually still want to save it too to a degree. I that mean, is who was telling this guy that pulling out is a good idea? Uh, Got smart people around him. I know. Like, was anyone like, yes, good? <laughs> I mean, even ExxonMobil thinks we should stay in the Paris Accord. The polluters <laughs> of the world thinks that's a good idea. And we pulled out of that. Disney pulled out. Google. All these people are like withdrawing from his committees. I mean, he's alone in this completely, except for him and like Steve Bannon. It, it's just there's two other countries that, that aren't in there. Right. There's Syria. Right. And and uh, Nicaragua. And Nicaragua says it's not like they they, have, they don't have like a big enough plan. It's not like it's only like a short term plan. Yeah, because what Nicaragua says matters. You know, it's the and, size of like and, yeah. Los Angeles. And they need a lot of help. <laughs> It's unbelievable. We'll, we'll do that another show. That's yeah, that's its own based. That's its own based. Yeah, let's do some roulette here. Still oh, one to one. Crap. Still one to one in the second. Penguins, Predators, nineteen fourteen to go. Um, uh, Reds over the Cardinals, four to two. That's uh, top of the eighth. Giants tied with the Brewers, two. Bottom six. <laughs> and of course, the Houston destructive Astros. Beating the Royals right now for nothing in the bottom of the fourth. They are just oh, the Strohs are on fire. It's dude. amazing, man. They were in last place last year. Yeah, and now yeah. they're just on a tear. I love it. The Strohs. I'm glad we're doing a show too. It feels like it's been a long time. Whenever I, I go on vacation or, or a yeah. trip or you do, we skip a beat and people ask town. me like, "When are you doing another show? When are you doing another show?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, to, soon. We're doing a show soon. Thank you. Just slice in Phillies. Beating the Braves nine to two right now in the bottom of the fifth. Wow! Oh, I think the Phillies are in—they are in reaching distance of a winning streak. Yes, that's uh, three in a, a row. A very well, an accurate assessment. It has happened before. Does anyone eat ballpark peanuts outside of the ballpark? Yes, I would, but I don't think about it ever, and I, I wish I did. When I was at the store, like, honey. We gotta get ballpark peanuts. It just never crosses my mind. But when I'm at a ball game, I'm like, why don't we have these like around all the time? I think I've made special runs for a bag of wow. peanuts, a bag of peanuts, and they call them ballpark peanuts. Like you know, it's like in a bag and yeah. ballpark snacks. And you just crush them that whole that that first night. You just eat them all. Oh, so good. Mm. And you get the, you get the the shell crumbs on your lap. The salty. You have to like you have to do a special vacuum session the next day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Special vacuum session. So I have Not the baseball normal. cards out. Um, do you want to do a, a final leg tonight of, of Russian roulette, a baseball card Russian roulette? Absolute. I'm so pumped. We did the show at eight o'clock. It's like nine thirty. I still have like you know. I know, so man. Much more time to do nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make a more uh, active uh, uh, approach to doing that. The show earlier because I know you, you and Biscardi guys do it late because I'm, yeah, I'm you, stuck. I'm stuck out here in old LA. Yeah, but you have your own time zone. It's fine. Well, I don't I'm care. To change it's that. just nice. I'm lobbying to change it. Clark, you don't have any political power. We're going to change time. The sun's going down. It's man's oldest enemy. <laughs> so, how baseball card roulette works is uh, I have a box of, of random baseball cards anywhere from 19, late 60s to 2015. Uh, Tops, score, flair, random cards, cards. baseball card pranks. What is a baseball (laughs) card prank? I just throw them on the floor. I slice you. You have to pick them up. Yeah. Uh, And 
John and I will just we'll pick a random card. We'll describe. Uh, we'll say the person's name and their team, and then we'll tell you what we really think they look like they should be doing at this at that stage of their life. Yes. Uh, what they if they weren't in sports, what type of occupation or just general person are they? And we're going to pick randomly. That's why it's roulette. Exactly. Uh, and first up tonight is, wow, interesting choice. Wow. Number 55, a famous pitcher for the Texas Rangers, Mr. Nolan Ryan. Oh, see, Nolan Ryan. Looks like he should be a pitcher. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to mouth. I was like, he is the pitcher. He's like the pitcher. But if I really use my image, I think I see him behind the bar of like the most po- of like the most popular kind of local dive bar. He's the biggest guy in there, so nobody fucks with him, and he owns the bar. He's the only bartender there, um, and he's got like a cook. And he's got a cook. He, yeah, I just think he's the bartender that always is uh, wiping down the, the bar, like wiping down the surface. He always has that towel. He's always working that towel. I, that is so true. <sighs> he's got the apron on, but it's half. It's not covering his shirt, just his, his pants. He doesn't have time to cover the whole shirt. No, I don't he's got think, too much wiping to do. And he's too big. It just like doesn't fit, so he just kind of like wraps it around. <laughs> I think Nolan Ryan in that picture, if you weren't the most – Arguably the most famous pitcher of all time. Yes. He is the lead sales accountant for a local uh, baking company distribution. But he's quickly looking for another job because he's got enough cash flow coming in where he can search around a little bit. Unless he gets the regional sales director position next year. And then he's going to be making probably about 40 grand more a year and be able to start saving for that boat that he wants. You always go into like their uh, their financial situation. <laughs> I know. What does that, that mean? Grandma's 401k is going to kick in, so don't worry. <laughs> so don't worry. Grandma's baking sale money is kicking in. All right. Next on deck. I guess we'll do like four or five of these. This is from the Tops Collection. Uh, 566. Card 566. He is uh, another pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Please welcome Mr. Jim Bibby. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Jim man. Bibby. Now, Jim oh. Bibby, to me, looks like the guy who was a conductor for Amtrak <laughs> in 98, was was terminated, came back, was only hired back again as a cashier, is trying to work himself back up to an engineer, but he's not really making the cut because he's still drinking moonshine. Mr. Jim Bibby. Mr. Jim Bibby. Jim Bibby, I think, um, I just keep seeing a plumber. I see the guy who has the the, <laughs> the tool man belt, and he's got the plunger hanging from it, and like the other to- toilet tools, and he uh, just walks around toilet with <laughs> the two teams. He just uh, he shows up, uh, you know, to neighbors to their houses when their toilets get backed up. And he always has some sort of toilet tool to to free the free the dookie. And he and he doesn't ask for money, doesn't but he really. wants something in return. Like he wants you to offer him like a sandwich, 
<laughs> and he'll always come by unannounced to your barbecue, and you'll let him in because he fixed the shitter. Ma'am, I don't, uh, I don't accept money, but uh, we'll take a slice of that pound cake. We'll take a slice of that pound cake. Ma'am, I don't accept money, but if next time your sister Maud's in town, you just tell her to come on over because I'm going through a divorce. This one is from the um, <laughs> Fleer 508 collection. <laughs> this is Fleer 1982. A lot of pictures I'm picking out tonight. Yeah, that's strange. strange. But this is good. Please welcome the Seattle Mariners' very own Mr. Ken Clay. Oh, God. Please welcome Mr. Ken Clay. And Google these, too. If, when you're listening to the show, just Google Fleer 508 Ken Clay. Spelled like it sounds, and you'll see what we're talking about. That Mariners hat is fucking stupid. It it's the old dumb, like, trying too hard design. It's like a trident. Yeah, it looks like an upside-down trident. Ken Clay, wow. I have not come across many who look like Ken Clay. Uh, he's just got a big chin, a really ugly blonde mustache, and I can't, I can't spot him. He maybe looks like a crabber, or a crabber's son. <laughs> son of a crabber. Son of the local uh, Seattle crabbing company. He's like the heir, and he doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't want to be a crabber, but you know, but his dad was a crabber. He's gonna be a millionaire, so he does it anyway. <laughs> Ken Clay to me looks white. like a guy who wanted to retire as, as an Air Force mechanic after half pay in 20 years, but hurt his back really bad and couldn't do it. Now he's driving trucks full of rubber dog shit from Tacoma down to Texas, and he's actually okay with it because he can rest his back, and he has a prescription for Vicodin, so he's cool. And Grandma's 401k is going to kick in soon. Grandma's 401k is kicking in in like 18 months, and he lives with her. So basically he's telling people that she lives with him. He's taking care of her. He's dating Dottie, who works at Walmart. Was um was the guy before the plumber? Fibby? The plumber? Fibby? The plumber? Was he, uh, was he a pitcher? He was a pitcher. Okay. Wow, that's weird. I, all pitchers tonight I pulled out. It's weird. It is weird. Which brings us to number four. It's queer and it's bait. This is, oh, an outfielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's queer, oh. it's bait. It's queer as folk. 1981. <laughs> Tops 270. It's queer as folk. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Greg Luzinski. Oh, the bull. My it's dad Greg loved Luzinski. this guy. Really? Holy hell. He looks like... Someone that's going hunting tomorrow, every day. Every day. There is more fluorescent orange and camouflage in his closet yeah. than than sensible wear than a sensible pair of slacks. He has deer heads, like I have my baseball hats in every room. They just line the entire ceiling. Deer heads, buck heads, ten pointers, fifty pointers. He looks to me like the gentleman who yelled at the son for getting an F on his math exam, and then the son argues back that you don't understand math either. Either, and then he starts asking him arithmetic questions, and the guy goes, "You're right. Let's go in the other room and play some chess." And that's all that happens because he realizes that he sucks too. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle, and don't forget to follow us on Snapchat and snap away at us at nerd.35. 
as well as on Instagram. We post quite the selection on there using the handle at the podcastle. No underscore there. Also, all the shows are available for free on iTunes. Dude. Are you okay, man? You all right? Dude. Shady's over there. I hear her kind of like cough. What happened? She's got this hanging out of her mouth. This string, just this part hanging out of her mouth. I come over, I grab her by the neck, and I pull it all the way out of her, like, fucking stomach. Dude. It was, dude, look how long it is. It's like two feet long. I think she's all right. She got up and ran away. And she's had that problem before. You guys had paid for, like, surgeries because of the hair things. She eats the string. She just keeps eating it and eating it and eating it, and then it gets knotted up down there and wrapped around her tongue. Oh, shit. Dude, you're a lifesaver. That would have been a really bad day for you tomorrow. You know why? I think because in my head I was like, well, if she ever does that again, I'm just going to, if I catch her doing it, I'm just going to pull it right out. And luckily that's what happened. Dude, wait, so the whole thing was in her already? Yeah, it was like uh, like three inches are dry, and this thing's like, uh, this rope's like two feet long. Dude, why does she eat them? I don't know. Cats like string. They do. They do like string. I got to get rid of this string. They are merry. They are merry. (sighs) All right, we'll wrap this up. We'll do one more if you want. Yeah, let's do one more. All right. I'm glad she's all right, man. Yeah, man, that was terrifying. You want to just end it now? Are you? No, you let's to, let's do one more. I understand. I, I understand the feline nature. Please welcome. This is a Fleer. Two ninety-seven. This is from nineteen eighty-nine. The Kansas City Royals second baseman, the one, the only, Mr. Frank Wright. Please welcome. Mr. Please welcome. The one, the only. Mr. Frank Wright, Fleer, 297. To me, Mr. Frank White, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Frank White looks like the guy who married young, a little too young, had a kid on the way. Things started looking really good for him. And six years later, lymphoma cancer. Bounced back, didn't get the job again. Sued them, now living a sweet ass life in Boca Raton. I can picture he's doing that. Well. He, he really... looks the same as he did as 28 now that he's 46. Exactly. He owns a boat. It's huge. It's like 40 feet. Uh, he has one of those lifts that keeps it out of the intercoastal where he lives so it yep. doesn't sit in the water and get moldy or, you know, uh, whatever they're called, barnacles. Yeah, he looks like a rich Bonnie. guy with a boat who scrubs it down in real short white shorts every, yeah. sun- every Sunday after supper. He scrubs down the boat. Keeps it clean. And he's got Otis Redding playing on the radio. Takes him like three hours. It's his favorite part of the day. And he always warns his sons when, when they're taking it out, like, you got to scrub this. Otherwise, you're going to get boat rot at the bottom. We call it bottom rot. And, he, and they're like, we know, Dad. And he's like, you got to work hard for things. Call it dick rot. Tweet us. Screen up. At the underscore podcastle. Uh, you want to put this one in the W column this evening? Yeah. Let me go yeah, check think- on this damn cat make sure... I didn't pull out like an. Int- That's what I was worried about when I was pulling it. That I was going to pulling out an organ. Part of her stomach is going to come with her, and she's going to die. I just thought the same thing. Oh. Uh, you can follow John uh, at JDH two seven two PSU. 
Uh, from the gentleman that is in charge of Frank White's mustache cream, I'm Matthew Clark. To the man who's earning benefit money from manufacturing that mustache cream, Jonathan Ashner saying thank you for listening and good night, everybody. Adieu. That's me. Adieu. Some folks are born made.